This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. It's your weekly blitz with Chris, keeping you in the game. Hey, good morning, everyone. Coach Chris Cotton here from AutoFix Auto Shop Coaching, where I work hard to support your auto repair shop success. As you get into today's episode, you may know someone in your network who can benefit from today's topic. If so, please take time to share personally or through your social network. If you have an idea for a show topic or just want to talk, feel free to get with me at chris at autofixsos.com. Let's get started with episode 74, Success. So what got me to thinking about this topic was recently I read a Facebook post from one of my friends, Brian Walker. In it, he was fired up about something, and I wanted to carry that a little bit further. What he was fired up about was these people on Facebook and social media, TikTok, Instagram, and everything that are out there shaming people for not working as hard as them. And I read that, and uh, it kind of pissed me off a little bit, too. Like, if you in your life can only work or only want to work three days a week and spend the rest of the time with your family, then do that. That's what success or that's what life looks like for you. If you want to be the person that works 80, 90, 100 hours a week, then that's great. But don't let somebody else shame you into thinking your life isn't good enough or you're not working hard enough. Okay? So that's the background to what this episode was. And in it, I wanted to talk about what success is. Kind of for me personally as well and some of my thoughts on success. I wanted to tell you, if you have other people in your industry, if you have other people out there, it's great to talk to those people, learn from them, but don't take their burden onto your shoulders. Just because they want two, three, four, five, 12 shops doesn't mean you have to have two, three, four, five, 12 shops. If you want it, then great. But if you're sitting out here looking at everybody else's quote unquote great life and it makes you sick inside or feel bad for your life, you need to press that crap down or reach down inside, grab it, pull it, throw it in the trash, and get rid of it. Do not run your life by what others are doing in theirs. Period. End of story. I'm going to finish this episode, and then I'm going to write out notes for my epi- for my next episode, which is going to be really tough for me. In it, I'm going to talk about defining moments in my life, mostly not great ones, but I'm going to talk about some of my stressors in life, some times when I was low, and we're going to work through that. Probably going to cry, not lying. If you know me, you know I get a little emotional sometimes. But I want you to focus on your life. Make your life great. Make it on your terms, okay? So enough of me on that soapbox. I want to thank Brian for that topic and really getting me to think about it. And here we go. So let's start with what is success? If you look up success... In the dictionary, it's not a picture of somebody on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok. It simply says the accomplishment of an aim or purpose. So if you have things in your life that you've written out and you are accomplishing them, then you're successful. Again, stop measuring your life by others. If you're struggling to define what a successful life means, I have two pieces of good news for you. One, it's never too late to start over. And two, you get to write your own definition of success. Okay? Many of us chase career titles, money, social status, and yet we don't feel successful when we get those things. 
That's because you can only measure success in your life when you define what drives your happiness and helps you find purpose. I'm working with several shop owners right now. They have one shop. They don't want to go to another location. They don't want to start another location, but they've worked themselves, quote unquote, out of the business. And so these are the things that we're working on with them now. And I asked them, if you could do anything for free and be happy and your soul be sunny and you walk around with a smile on your face, what would it be? What is your passion in life? And one of the owners said, well, all the things that I would do to do that in, I would make money at. I'm like, that's even better. Just because I said that you would do it for free doesn't mean you have to do it for free. But if you would do it for free and it makes you money, then great. But what would you do for free that's your passion that you could if you would? And the reason why I asked that is for that statement I just said. That's because you can only measure success in your life when you define what drives your happiness and helps you find purpose. What is success to you? Success is something that you have to define for yourself. No one can do it for you. Success could mean a sense of giving back to the world and making a difference. It could mean a sense of accomplishment and career progression. It could even mean being able to do the things you love. It could mean being able to provide the best possible upbringing for your children. It's entirely up to you. The whole thing is entirely up to you. A one-size-fits-all approach is impossible. The next thing I want you to think about is it's never too late to write your success story. Many people think that they're already too old to succeed. And I will tell you, I'll be 50 in November. I keep bringing this up, but it's apparently, I don't know that it's weighing on me or, or what it is, but you know, I had had some thoughts of, I will tell you first thing, I am already so far past anything that I thought I could be growing up as a young child in southern Oklahoma. We had what we needed, but we didn't have probably what we wanted. My dad's first house or our first house when we got to the Air Force, we had no running water, no inside insulation. We went to the outhouse. Sometimes I was hungry, you know, but I didn't die. I moved on. And we had some great times in that house. I remember the time my dad blew up the outhouse and he's like, oh crap, now we have to finish the inside plumbing. I was like, ah, I should have done that six months ago or whatever um, because we were using an outhouse. What I thought was successful at age five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten is not the same thing that I think is successful now. And there are things that I wish for then that if I had them now or I actually have the capability of doing those things, achieving those things now, And I would never do it because I would never spend money on those things. And I will tell you, I'm going to give you some examples here in a minute. I'm 50, and the more I read and listen and podcast, a lot of people didn't didn't hit their stride until they were 50. Like Truett Cathy, I don't think came up with Chick-fil-A, or Chick-fil-A wasn't successful until he was 50. Look at that company now. At age 23, Oprah had just been fired from her first broadcasting job. At age 50, Julia Child wrote her first cookbook. That was amazing. I would have never thought that. I would have lost money on that. At age 62, Colonel Sanders' fried chicken business finally became successful and succeeded. And finally, at age 77, Nelson Mandela became South Africa's president after spending 27 years in jail. If we can learn anything from those people who succeed later in life, it's this. Success has no deadline, right? One thing I found in Forbes magazine is on average, the people who found the world's biggest companies did or don't start until age 35. Out of 539 founders, the average age of starting their company was 40. 
And many of the world's most successful people don't even start pursuing their dreams until their 50s or 60s. I think that's because they spent all of their younger years chasing ghosts, chasing other people, and they don't finally settle into their life and decide what will make them happy. And once they start pursuing that, that's when they become successful. So you have to live all this BS life in between age one and whenever until you get right in your mind and you're able to move on. Success doesn't mean by a certain age at a certain time or by a certain deadline. It isn't about any other person's measures or metrics except for your own. I'm a true believer in success must match the rhythm of your soul and no one else's. AutoLeap is a cloud-based all-in-one auto repair software that helps to keep complete track of your business, from scheduling appointments to managing technicians to generating invoices. Supercharge your growth with AutoLeap. Customers that fully adopt AutoLeap see the following benefits in their first year. 30% revenue growth, with top customers seeing over 100% growth, 75% decrease in no-shows, allowing you to service more customers, three times increase in positive Google reviews, leading to stronger online presence, 50% time saved on administrative tasks, driving increase in operational efficiency. Do it all with AutoLeap. Key features and functions include estimates, invoices, scheduling, Google reviews, inspections, communication, QuickBooks, reporting. Get in touch with AutoLeap to see how you can transform your auto repair shop. For a limited time, if you schedule a demo, sign up with AutoLeap and they will waive the $250 implementation fee. When I think about success for me, what does success mean to Chris Cotton? I define for myself that at the end of my life, the most important markers of success would be how I answer these two questions. How open is my mind and how soft has my heart remained? And that's it. That's when I'm thinking about things. That's what I ask myself. And those questions define what success looks like for me. If my mind is closed to new ideas and resisting change, I'm not achieving my definition of success. And when my heart is hard, holding on to anger and hate, I'm failing. I measure personal success based on the people who had my back at my most vulnerable point. Thanks to my lovely wife, Kimberly. She's been with me 23 years now. And I can't imagine anybody else having my back like her through the past 23 years. I also carry these questions with me, guiding me through transitions and transformations that are questioning me or rocking the foundation of my life. And today, these questions lead me through successful ventures in, in most all areas of my life. Uh, I started working with ServiceUp. And if you're, if you're out there trying to figure out what's new and what's upcoming, and I look at those two questions, I had to ask myself, how open is my mind? In my mind, am I open to this new venture? What does success mean to you? Understanding success in your terms doesn't happen overnight. It takes time and many acts of courage to uncover the deeper questions at the heart of your success journey. You have to learn how to believe in yourself. So the question becomes, how can you discover the seeds waiting to blossom into ideas that drive the process of finding your purpose and meaning in your life? In a minute, I'm going to walk you through a short exercise to help get to the root of what success means to you. But first, let's talk about what success doesn't mean a little bit more. Um, We've already talked about it. Success doesn't mean copying what someone else is doing as a metric of your worth. Um, If you use a comparison of achievements as a regular practice, you're using an unhealthy and toxic practice. Stop that shit right now. It is not good. 
do not use a comparison of achievements as a regular practice. When you think about the strengths of others and then compare them to your weaknesses, how do you measure up? Does it feel good? Yeah, how about we just don't compare ourselves to others and then we don't have to worry about it. As funny as it sounds, we've all done that. You compare our flaws to the strengths in other people and you can't do that. That's like comparing apples to oranges. So I'm going to repeat it again. Compare our flaws to the strengths in other people. Don't do it. We've all done it, but we got to stop. Stop that crap. Maybe you see someone online sharing news about a promotion, an engagement, a new car, or a lavish vacation, and think about, oh, they have five repair shops. Well, I need five repair shops to do that. BS. Define it for yourself. And so when we do that, we all know what happens next. We immediately look at ourselves to see how we size up. Oh, so-and-so just bought a new house. Why don't I have that at my age? What's wrong with me? Here's another thought that just came up, and it just got me um, because... You know, I'm on social media quite a, quite a bit, and, you know, we share a life, we do things, but I get this must-be-nice from a lot of people sometimes, and it is nice. We put a lot of work into it. I work a lot of hours. I work a lot of time, and we do a lot so that we can do those things. But what I would tell that person is, if you're putting in the work, put in the work for yourself, and do it for you, do it for your family. But instead of looking out at others and saying, I wish I had that, I want to do that, and then not doing it and not following through on your terms, then you got to figure out why not. It's easy to say, it must be nice. It's much harder to say, I'm going to work on myself and do what I need to do in order to get what I need to get. That's not to say that those comparisons has no benefit, right? Mentors and role models can serve as great sources of inspiration. Um, Those people demonstrate leadership qualities, and they can show the steps toward achieving long-term goals and and proving that it can be done at any age, right? More often than not, though, comparing yourself to others will leave you feeling dissatisfied and inadequate, disgusted. So just stop. Please stop. And... I would tell you, if you feel in your life right now like you're chasing everybody else's dreams, then shut all that social media crap off. Get rid of it. If you don't need Facebook for your business or to run your business, or if you have a social media company that is taking care of that for you, just click that stuff off. You do you. When you're focusing on everybody else's stuff and you're feeling dissatisfied and inadequate, it causes you to lose sight of your strengths and accomplishments. Comparison gives a skewed version of reality And that highlights your insecurities while exaggerating the success of other people. So I want you to stop comparing your blooper reel stuff to everyone else's highlight reels. When you see someone who seems to have it all, you don't see the full picture. People project their best achievements and rarely expose their painful failures. In other words, when you see the highlights, a glamorous montage of achievements, distinctions, and talents. At the same time, you can only see yourself from behind the scenes. Day-to-day life is not always exciting for anyone. It's filled with awkward moments, messy emotions, and even mistakes. Comparison sets you up for failure from the start. It traps you in an ongoing cycle of insecurity in which you'll never measure up. Uh, The wrong kind of comparison puts attention on the assets of other people rather than focusing on your strengths and goals. Getting caught up in other people's achievements causes you to lose sight of your values. Never lose sight of your values. You wind up chasing someone else's dreams rather than pursuing your version of success. And so that takes us to this. 
what does success look like? So since we know that comparison and status symbols are the worst ways to define success, let's talk about creating a better definition tailored to your unique purpose in life. The path to prosperity begins by finding out what it means to you. I want you to switch position. That means if you're sitting in your office listening, I want you to sit in a different chair. I want you to spin the chair around. I want you to change positions, physically change your positions. I want you to take a moment. I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to have your eyes closed while we go through this. So I want you to imagine your life the way you would like it to turn out. Picture what it looks like when you're performing at your best. Picture what it looks like when you embody the characteristics you admire. And picture what it looks like when you have accomplished everything you wanted. Now, I want you to take out a piece of paper, spend 10 minutes writing down what you see. Don't worry about grammar or punctuation. And I want you to list all the milestones you want to achieve in different areas of your life. List the principles, habits, career path, relationships, and possessions that define this version of you. And so I want you to pause me right now and do that exercise. Take out the piece of paper, do the 10 minutes writing down what you see, and then I want you to come back to me and turn this back on. Okay, we're back. Hopefully you did that exercise and we're going to follow that up right now. If you just plan this through and didn't do it, maybe before you do the exercise, you want to write those three questions down again, um, the picture what it looks like questions. But if you paused it and you did your list, then here's the next step. When you're finished writing, I want you to ask yourself these questions. Do the goals and attributes in your list align with your values? Are these your goals or are they based on the expectations of someone else? Do some of the things on your list matter more than others? Have you already accomplished some of the things on your list? If not, what are you doing now to work towards these goals? This process of assessing what you imagine against what you truly desire is powerful. It enables you to highlight goals that mean the most to you and stop chasing the ones that don't matter. Um, You're going to notice that some items on your list stand out more than others. Think of these as your main dreams and aspirations. Success means moving towards those goals. At the same time, other items will feel less important. When you examine why you want those things, you may realize you don't. Superficial goals and chasing someone else's dreams will lead you further away from success as you've defined it for you. If this exercise makes you feel far behind where you think you should be, don't think of it as a revelation of your failures. Instead, look at it as a new roadmap towards success and an opportunity to start changing your life. This way of approaching success provides a starting point that falls in line with your core values. Do you have core values? What are your core values? If not, you better think about core values and come up with some of those. The next step is taking this clarified vision of success and creating short-term goals that will create long-term success. Looking at big goals can feel daunting. Building a profitable business, writing a book, becoming a badass in your field, these things don't happen overnight. One thing I've learned is, is tackling big achievements happens by taking small steps consistently towards a goal that you enjoy pursuing. When you're deciding what success looks like for you, think about the daily steps you'll have to take to achieve it. It's going to be hard work. Every big achievement takes hard work, but the work itself has to feel rewarding. I want you to picture what it feel like working towards the goals you have in mind and ask yourself, does it use your strengths or demand skills that you're not suited for? Do you enjoy doing it or do you dread the daily effort? Does it make you feel strong and competent or ineffective and weak? 
Can you see yourself doing this work long enough to get results? When you paint a picture of success that demands work you hate doing, chances are you're going to give up on it long before you reach your goal. So take your time, conduct plenty of experience before you commit to significant changes. Start small and see what it feels like. As we get towards the end here, finally, how do you yourself define success? To me, money, status, and possessions are poor indicators of success. In my mind, in my mindset, there are much more powerful measures to look at. Truth, do you speak and act from your soul? Strength, how strong and resilient are you? Focus, are you pursuing what truly matters in your life? Success develops from your willingness to try repeatedly for a breakthrough, to sweat all the way down until the salt of your soul spills out on the floor. The lessons and experience at every stage of life have to take place before these big aha moments that can change your life can happen. This has been Coach Chris Cotton from AutoFix Auto Shop Coaching. If you find yourself struggling in your auto repair business or have a feeling like you don't know what you don't know, but you're eager to learn and grow your business, then please feel free to reach out to me, chris at autofixsos.com, or give me a call at 940-400-1008. I'm challenging you to be a gorilla in a world of monkeys. Time to rise and grind, everyone. You've been listening to The Weekly Blitz with Coach Chris Cotton on the aftermarketradionetwork.com. Follow Chris on your favorite podcast listening app. Let him know what you'd like him to cover. His email is in the show notes. Chris is all for advancing the aftermarket.